My aunt's car was named Janet or Miss Jackson. Oh nasty. my god, that's, that's perfect. <laughs> uh, Mom, I'm recording my podcast. of Gen Z Jibber Jabber. Woo-woo! I'm Carmen. I'm Rachel. And I'm Zach. And we're so glad you're with us today. We are so glad you're with us today. So excited. Thank you for listening. Um, we are from a little place in Louisiana called Lake Charles. Lake Chup. Three through seven. <laughs> yee yee. Three through seven. Yee yee. Our favorite thing to, activity to do here is eat. Yes. That's all we can do. That's all we can do. <laughs> <laughs> today we're going to talk about not only Gen Z, which might be the greatest generation of all time. Correct. But all of our lovely generations that we have in our world. Um, let's start with what's up this week. What's um, up this week? Who so wants to go first? Do you want to explain what that is? Mm-hmm. What's up this week? Hey, Carmen. What's up this week? Um, what's up this week is our weekly news segment of our show. And it starts by Rachel doing what she just did, saying, hey, Carmen, what's up this week? And I say, what's up this week is that the founder of Ben and Jerry's, I don't know what their names are, but I'm going to call them Ben and Jerry because it was two dudes, <laughs> got arrested at a BLM protest, and it was magnificent. Whoa. And I said, I will pay for this delicious yet overpriced ice cream for the rest of my life. And we got four pints. Four pints. Good stuff. Hey, Good Zach, stuff. what's up this week? <laughs> what's up this week is that today is Donald Trump's birthday, as we all don't want to talk about. <gasps> I didn't know that. And instead of celebrating that, everyone has made today to be Obama Day. Amen. And Twitter Amen. is going hard and saying Happy Obama Day, tagging Trump and all the Happy Obama Day pictures. And um, yeah, Obama Day is trending on Twitter. So that's fun. Gen Z is also trending on Twitter. Hey, Watch Rachel. Becoming on Netflix, sorry. <laughs> hey, Rachel, what's up this week? Hey, Zach, what's up this week is that the <laughs> Minneapolis Police Department said peace out for a quick second while they refigure out some things. So they've disbanded. The city council has to come to the pressure of the people, which is good or bad, depending on how you look at that. But we'll see how that turns out in the upcoming weeks. Let's I start with the greatest generation. Okay, I think the greatest generation is going to be relived through us. Yes. Yeah. Because, you know, life is cyclical, and I think that it's it's our turn right now. My dad was telling me the other day, maybe three years ago, but the other day, <laughs> that <laughs> because so many of us had our grandparents be active in our lives and raising us, mm-hmm. that we learned a lot of their, like, skills from them and, like, how to be, how, how they live and work hard and everything. So I think that maybe we'll be able to fix some things that their kids... Did not. Right. We'll see with that. My grandma used to come over and we used to eat raw cabbage. And it is one of my best memories in life. And it made you stronger, yeah. And it made me stronger. <laughs> Dude, raw cabbage is it. I was very underrated. I've, I've never had raw cabbage. I well, cooked cabbage is not raw cabbage. It's just sucks. Like cabbage out the garden? Yeah, it's like, ow. <laughs> like that sound. It's a little crunchy. Like ASMR. Mm. Mm. I, I don't know if I did that right. Do a crunch. <laughs> I was not a grunge. <laughs> Anyways. What's next? 
Okay, I honestly, like, I know that we all hate boomers as Gen Z, and I feel like I know why, but also, I don't really know any boomers. Like, I just call people that are Karen's boomers. My dad thinks he is the last boomer alive. <laughs> because his dad fought in the war, and then... Alive? He, and then he... <laughs> wait, sorry. What are the... What the are last the, boomer I know to be born. What's the years of boomers? I don't know, but I think it's people right now that are in their 50s. Oh, mm-hmm. check the facts. It Speaking is. It of the is. facts. The boomers are the children of the greatest generation. Because it was after... The baby boom, right. Uh Mm Uh-huh. Which, do you think that's going to be us? Do you think we're going to be the greatest generation because we're going to have Baby Boomer 2.0? Are we going to have Baby Boomer 2.0? I don't don't think so. That's some people's theory. Oh, really? That, you know, because after this awful time right now, that Mm -hmm. it's going to be like Baby Boomer 2.0. Well, the global population is expected to level off at about 11 billion. And we're honestly not that far off. That's true. So maybe we'll hit a last spike and then come right back down. (laughs) But who knows? So boomers are between 56 and 76. Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's why my dad is barely outside that cusp, but he thinks he's the last one because he was a surprise child, so, Hmm. of the war vets. (laughs) But they kind of suck. Yeah, I think I feel like they're very entitled. I feel like especially this sounds gonna sound weird, and I don't want to offend anyone, but small town boomers mm. who were raised in a inherently racist white supremacist society are very entitled. I saw this lady at the post office the other day, and she was like, like small town southern boomers, and she was like, oh, I have to leave and go get my hair done. Can I just leave this package here? And the lady was like, no, it's a post office. Like, this right. is a place of business. Right. You they, know what I mean? And I feel like there is, a, there is a sense of entitlement there because I would never even ask for, like, mm-hmm. a pack of extra sauce at a fast food place. I don't know. Right. No, I feel like neither. it's another Gen Z thing. It like, is. we don't. We won't do that. <laughs> we don't ask for more because we're too stressed. And a lot of us also work in the service industry, which I think is also a rare right. thing for boomers. Well, boomers are old and have probably done their days there. Right. Yeah. But also, like, think about Perhaps the difference between, like, like uh-huh. drive through. you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, obviously they worked, but... Right, and, like, the culture of how shifts and service industry is managed now uh-huh. is probably a lot different. Right. And I think we've, like, all of us that have had jobs like that, we've mm-hmm. seen, like, people come in and, like, want all this stuff and, like, just, like, nonstop and be annoying. Yeah, give you a hard much. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we don't want to, like do that to other people. Yeah, exactly. I think working in the service industry makes you be a better customer for sure. Mm, Exactly. I saw this tweet and it was like the only thing that (laughs) Gen Z does is tip 20%, Mm -hmm. eat hot chip, drink iced coffee, stop racism, (laughs) stop sexism, and they can't cook. And that's the most, I can't do, that's everything. That's my entire being. Right. Mm. I feel like Gen Z is just like, we're going to fight for what we want, and we're not going to stop until we get it, no matter what that means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we're going to, like... Right, which is reminiscent of the greatest generation. Right. Because they were they were in it to win so it, So maybe you know? the greatest generation is my favorite, because I'm a big fan of Gen X, because those are my parents. Mm. And I think there's a certain... Are these I the, those think... are the pre-millennials, post-boomers? Yes. Mm-hmm. I think there's a... there's the, the beginning of some self-deprecating humor in there. <laughs> I think there's some great like, cultural resets in mm-hmm. their generation and their childhood. Just think about, like, you know, these kids live through the 80s kind of thing. Right. right. And I stand by Gen X. The only thing they're not good at is they, like, what did I say today? I, don't, I can't think of it. Uh, but I told my dad today the only thing I hate about Gen X is this thing, but I can't remember it. 
but cool. That's exactly. I don't know. That's about it. For I Gen think. X. I can't think of I anything mean, else. Gen X is kind of like just. They don't do anything. They're very unproblematic. Right. Yeah. They're necessary background supporters. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm really glad they're in the show. You know. Uh huh. Hundred percent. And I think they definitely. Now, now, so am I correct to say that like if Gen X raised me, then the Boomers raised the Millennials, or did Gen X also raise the Millennials? I think it depends. It depends because I feel like there's a difference between Gen Z and Millennials. I don't want to skip around, but like Millennials are also very entitled. Well, see, Millennials are my least favorite generation. Right. It's like eighth place trophy kind of thing. Right. (laughs) And I think that there's a big difference between us and Millennials, even though we're very, very close. So that makes sense that if the Gen Y were the parents of the Millennials in the greatest generation. Oh, sorry. No, that's okay. I honestly didn't know which no, one it yeah, was. Like, the bo- the, if we're talking about boomers. Yeah, like if it skips, if the parents skip uh-huh. a generation, exactly. then that makes sense that our work ethic would follow in that way. Uh-huh. And then the odd groups out, like yeah. your millennials and... That's exactly... And if the boomers raise the millennials, then heck, they're just... Right. Because <laughs> millennials, I feel like, are the most entitled. Yes. Because they like want like this like fairness mm-hmm. that just... Is yeah, too because much. their parents were the first to be like, wear a helmet. Right. Exactly. And then they just kind of never got over that shelteredness. Yeah. They're very sheltered, and they also, I feel like they don't, they're not as hardworking as the other generations. Oh, yeah, I feel like there's a least hardworking. I think Gen Z is picking it back up. I think that things come a lot easier to us, but I think that the difference between us and technology and millennials and technology is mm-hmm. that millennials kind of use it not to their advantage. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're using technology way more to our advantage than millennials right. are. And I think that's more because we really yeah. grew up with iPhones and right. it was kind of introducing them later in life. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it is a weird time to be born <laughs> whenever the... Because iPhones really became prominent when we were like eight or nine. Right. I was at work and a 15-year-old did not know what a cassette tape was or a VHS tape. Mm-hmm. That's and weird. that was just... And like, I don't... I mean, no judgment here, <laughs> but it was just right. so weird. Right. To like, I just... I've never had that experience before, like with knowing something like that. Because we grew up on all that stuff. Right. And she's only three years younger than me. And mm-hmm. it's like, we had that and the technology. <laughs> right. Right. Because like, I mean, I was watching... Um, VHS. VHS yeah. tapes while having like an iPod Nano. Right. Right. Sure. Like, I mean, we still had technology like coming in. But we were also, like, using old technology. And Just, we're also obsessed with, like, Polaroids and stuff, which course. I think is Right. I think, like, the, the retro aesthetic definitely right. circles back. Just to be quirky, we're filming in my sister's closet, and she's sitting over there saying, I love cassette tapes. <laughs> I love <laughs> Don't tapes. count her out. So I just thought that I should mention that. Thank you for, for letting us use your closet, Jules. I'm yeah. a part of the Gen Z community. She is. Yep. We are when so glad Gen to have Z you. End? When so... Yeah, let me let me know Zach. This one says nineteen ninety five to twenty fifteen. I don't know if that's fully correct, oh. but it sounds like I feel like that would be correct. Yeah. Like I think people younger than being born in twenty fifteen like wouldn't mm-hmm. be the same as us. The five year olds of today, right? Mm-hmm. That is yeah. a whole nother because for them the technology will be crazy. So they have smart houses now, right? right. You know what I mean, they talk to their. Locks like and Alexa lock and stuff like that. Right. That was a dream whenever we were five. Right. That was literally like the original decom smart house shit. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I can't even get on that beat. Uh, that was so <laughs> scary. That's another thing I do not. I, mm-mm. All the robots changing the lights and stuff. Yeah. It's weird. Mm-hmm. I well, like, like it because I'm lazy. Wh- you are. 
joking. <laughs> so one was like Alexa turn on the water water faucet. Like you can get like a certain yeah, delta. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, I saw that commercial. Even you like, saw that commercial too. And, and the water, the about. water just fell right out of the faucet. <laughs> and I was like, wow. I was like, oh. you can say like. You could be like, Alexa, pour me a cup of water. Yes, like a, yes, like you a measuring the cup. And it will like pour solely that amount and like that's wild. Right. And that's gonna change cooking and yeah. how we do everything and It's weird. We're moving up the speed of light, is all I have to say. And I also feel like Gen Z is very like there's so many different kinds. Like I feel like we all have similar traits, mm-hmm. but then I feel like there's people that are just like it's interesting, the different types of people that are in Gen Z, if that makes sense. Yes. I feel like, especially for us, we're... Like, the late 90s to early 2000s is a very much a different breed mm-hmm. than, I don't know, when they were born, but, like, the 15-year-olds of today. And that's right. only, like, a little bit of a difference. But there's definitely a difference. Right. I'm sorry. What are some different kinds of Gen Z people y'all see? Yeah. Um... I mean, what comes to my mind is, like, <laughs> the fact that, like, JoJo Siwa is in, like, my generation. Yes. That is kind of disappointing. But she does fall in the one we, you previously mentioned about being younger than us. Right. Uh-huh. But there's, like, and, like, there's, like, so many subcultures. But, like, we all definitely, like, combine to, like, get things done. Because even, like, whenever you see, like, on Twitter, like, oh, the witches are involved now, and, like, these yeah. people are involved. Yeah, the K-pop like, stands. Yeah, the K-pop oh stands. The, like, the Satanists. That video <laughs> it's makes It's literally me. crazy. But, like, I feel like we definitely all have the core values of, like, this is what we need to get done, and, like, we're going to do yeah. it. No I matter, think Stan like, Twitter definitely unites all generations. Right, oh, right. Oh, 100%. I think we have the best humor of all generations, too. Let me oh, just me too. Oh, I do, too. Fine. And I think our humor scares people, like, from other generations. My dad. I think that's what I was talking about. Maybe. Yeah, because my mom gets scared by it, too. Right, like, all this stuff. I'll show him a video of, like, someone in, like, a weird filter with, like, I don't want to say this word, but, you know, like, the ear rape music. Or, yes. you know what I'm talking about? And it's, like, an elf on the shelf in the toilet. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's so funny. My dad's like, this is not. But, I mean, comedy. even, like, how, like, <laughs> self-deprecating we are. Like, we yes. take self-deprecating to a whole new level. And now, like, a lot of us are paying for therapy for it. Right. And so I don't know if but, like, we that, took it too far or if we invented well, see, something new. I feel like we use it as, like, I use that kind of humor as therapy. Yeah. Like, I want to laugh about, like, my trauma. Right. And it really does help you get over things. Right. But the more you tell yourself that you suck... It does the get more in there. the copay goes up. You know that what I'm saying? That is true. That is true. But sometimes it's really funny. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know. My parents don't get memes still. Oh memes. my dad! My dad calls them memes still. <laughs> like that used to be like a joke. Like oh, boomers call it like memes, and like my dad literally will not say meme. But the thing that I think is funny is like <laughs> memes are so not funny to me anymore. They're so old. I was and never like, a big meme guy. Neither was I, but also, like, they were really funny at one point for, like, three days, and then we yeah. got over it. Also, like, the humor about, like, so how I'm a theater kid, right? Oh, the theater kid humor. But, like, I'm not, like, that kind of theater kid, mm-hmm. but, like, I love watching videos because I know that kid, and mm-hmm. I think it's freaking hilarious because mm-hmm. it's so true. There's a lot more relatable content on the internet now. Right. Because people make fun of themselves. Right. 
And we have a place to post it. We have a place to post it, and we also, we we never take it too far. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I definitely don't love cancel culture, but I do like how we call people out on their shit. Right, right. You know what I mean? No one's safe anymore. I think that's a a really good thing we've developed. And I think that's our generation, like, going into, like, whoever from our generation, like, gets famous and, like, gets, like, higher praises or whatever, like... If they were trying to do that before, then you know that they watch cancel culture happen, so they know what's right and what's wrong mm-hmm. and what will get them, mm-hmm. like, and you trouble, know. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a lesson for all of us to learn. I don't know. I just think we're the best. I think we're smarter than everyone else. I think we're better than everyone else, but maybe I'm talking like a millennial. Maybe one day I'm just going to be like, Phew. yeah, we're going to have to see how we deal with all these problems. Right. Yeah, but I think we're doing a pretty good job. But we're job doing so a pretty bang up job at the yeah. moment. I feel like we are doing really good. I do say so myself. Now, the real question is what do we think our kids are going to be like? See, that's an interesting question. Yeah, I think that's really interesting to talk about because I don't really think about that that much, but I think that our kids are definitely going to be something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. <laughs> I think, well, our kids are going to have inherited whatever the millennials put out. Mm-hmm. So, uh-huh. and like to us to a certain extent, but we're really going to have to step it up or else, right. you know, not to be too like green activists, but no, I it's mean, not going to be there. Um, yeah. <laughs> I definitely think that's a true statement. No, like high key, like the planet. And dying, I think another so. thing is our generation does know that. And so right. I think that we are trying to do. And we're mad at them for putting us in the spot. There we go. Right. That's really what we should talk, talk about. And Every many of the things sucks. that our generation fight, like we, we have to fight for all these things because the generations above us like just won't mm-hmm. listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, I mean, like the human rights stuff that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. There's so many. Like, I mean, right now, like mainly it's like Black Lives Matter. And then you also have, like, the LGBTQ plus uh-huh. community getting fully attacked in mm-hmm. the background. Which, like, Black Lives Matter, obviously, like, people are being killed. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't, like, how other generations don't see that. Right. A lot of people, a lot of boomers I've seen are, like, the nation is so divided. Like, girl, where? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, like right now it's not even, like, bipartisan issues. It's really not yeah. a bipartisan issue. It's I like, mean, it's did you see the different people that came to all these protests? Yes, like, literally, literally. white young people are, like, making mm-hmm. this happen. Yeah. And, and I do believe that the black community is spearheading and, like, this is definitely their show. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, like, the white people should take this over because that's not our place. But right. white people have showed up for this. Right, and it, it's good. obviously going to make a difference. Right. Because in know? any situation like this, like, allies are important. Like, uh-huh. with Black Lives Matter, with LGBTQ issues, like, that's very important to have, mm-hmm. like, allies on your side that are from different walks of life. I exactly. can't believe Trump had the balls Honestly, at any point in his ter- presidency. But, what but, is he? But, How old is that man? What, but, which one is he? Said, oh, look, look at that. Oh, up. Yeah, look that up. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, the I don't know. Just something about doing that right now. Are you meaning Disgusting. about calling in the military? No, I'm talking about um, denying certain health benefits to oh. anyone that identifies as right. LGBTQ. Which people. is right, right, like, right, right, right. That. Oh, I got me shot. Off. Oh, sorry, you're gay. <laughs> like. That's not okay. Uh, it's 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 a whole level of disgusting. He's a Again, it's twenty twenty. Oh, of course he is. Yeah, he is the king. Boomer. Remember whenever yeah. Celebrity Apprentice was on TV? 
Mm-hmm. You were like, who is this man? And right. now we're here. And now we're here. I never thought it would happen. Have you seen that guy on Twitter that's supposedly a time traveler? Yes. <laughs> I have. Oh, my God. It scares the shit out of me. And also... I don't know what you're talking about. There's this man on Twitter who claims to be a time traveler and has predicted... Has told us, like, he was like, um... I don't remember what exactly he said, but he would say something about COVID... And everyone would be like, oh, okay, and then it happened. Like, maybe... Like The Simpsons. The, like The Simpsons. I was just about to like bring that Simpsons. up. Like The Simpsons. And he like, said Donald crazy. Trump the fact that won't it's get reelected and that there's going to be a vaccine in September and that there's going to be a second wave. So he just said that. So we're looking to see. He said that he will not get reelected. He will not get reelected. Well, let's right? let's hope he's right. Oh, I, I hope he's right. <laughs> also, if we have a second wave and we have already have a vaccine, it, I mean, that's, well, that's pretty good okay. news. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, places are already re-spiking. Mm-hmm. That's oh, like no. the thing. Right. Where some places have hit the second. Yeah. Because like Texas is like re-spiking. Yeah, Houston's they about to so go early. curfew. Yeah. They're about to lock that thing up. I did not even know that. Okay, well. So wear your masks. I hope that, yeah. <laughs> Our yeah. generation is very active in fighting for all issues that we feel strongly about. Like even like climate change and all that. Like I feel like right. our generation is also leading that. Because whenever you think about it, what have the millennials done? Like ma- maybe that is true. No, now they don't do anything. <laughs> they like, were girls. I hate the show Girls. What's that? <laughs> With Lena, Lena Dunham. <laughs> oh my god! I swear I'm gonna get canceled for this. But that's all them. I thought whenever I think millennials, I think of girls. Who wrote Who wrote Pose? What generation was that? I don't that's care, a, but that's they were great. all black trans beautiful women. So no, I like, literally finished season two today and... Oh, I forgot. I just went on Netflix. I was watching it illegally. The amount of times I cried, <laughs> the amount of times I smiled. Oh, it's so mm. good. Mm. Deliver! <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to watch that. You really should. No, um, you really should. It's so good. How many seasons are out? Is it just two. one and two? Mm. Yeah, they're all on Netflix now. Mm-hmm. Sweet. It's I'll a get very on good show. Very good. Zach introduced it to me and any show that Zach tells me to watch, I watch. Thank you. Hollywood is good, too. Oh, so good. <laughs> Hollywood is good. It covers a lot of racial issues, mm-hmm. as well as well as gay issues. Right. Like, that's mm-hmm. the whole show yeah. is about gay people in Hollywood. Yeah. But that's a really good show. I literally think that during quarantine, if you were obsessed with Hollywood, or you were obsessed with Outer, Outer Banks, there's like two different types of people. Well, we know who's oh, on the right side. <laughs> because <laughs> ah, the right side. Ah. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, so... So, looks like we have a, a fan question this week. <laughs> it's not even a fake fan. It's not even a fake fan. What what's what's the question? Um, the question is, like, from each generation, who's your favorite person from that generation? Okay. Are we gonna start with the greatest generation? Yeah, we're gonna start with greatest. Um, so my favorite's definitely Judy Garland from the greatest generation. Okay, I think mine's probably Louis Armstrong then. Or Gene Kelly. If Gene Kelly isn't the greatest generation, I, I wish don't Walt feel Disney like... wasn't a horrible person. I was about to say, <laughs> such a genius, but such a horrible man. Literally. And I gotta roll with Nelson Mandela. Yeah, that's a good one. Because okay. how can you beat that? Right. Yeah, I don't know. So, oh, my favorite boomer is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Get him. That's my favorite boomer. No cap. Okay. He's the best. Stop. This website's... Oh, Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> oh, no, he's my favorite. Billy Joel. Billy Joel. Stevie... Wa- oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? I think mine is Stevie Wonder. Okay, I think mine is um, Samuel Jackson. I took a quiz one time. He's my celebrity dad, so I feel like I have to... <laughs> Interesting. This one's not easy Those for are... me. Who people are all really these know. people? You act like you know them. 
like an obscure website. Yeah. Okay, Rosie O'Donnell. (laughs) (laughs) Queen. Wait, is Madonna a boomer? Wait, no, John Bell Edwards. That is my favorite boomer. You know what, that's a great favorite boomer. I love that man. You don't like John Bell Edwards? Okay, get off my podcast. He is piloting Louisiana in the right direction. Mm, Look at us. Dad. I don't know about that. What we do you are, mean? He's, he's, he's raising our education up there. Yeah, we but have a terrible other education. That I feel like. I don't know. Well, he's Something a Democrat in the South, so he's not actually a Democrat. Right, right. Keep that That's in mind. What he's the most. But it, no, but at least he's. He's the most moderate man alive. Yes. That's true. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. Because he represents. Everyone. Like I, obviously, I mean, I did you want whatever his name was? Obviously not. <laughs> Eddie Responi? Like <laughs> Phony Responi. Phony Responi. Phony Responi. Um, but John Bell Edwards. Who was I asking? Madonna? I think he, he's a classy guy. He's but he's also like down home in the right way because he wears those fishing shirts. Yes. That are like have the Louisiana <laughs> governor's office on it whenever he gives his press releases. And I'm like, okay, I see you because that's really appealing to the right people. Yes. Who he needs to appeal to. He but, knows that too, and, and he does. And he's a military man. He's, I really just love what he's doing for education. For edu- his wife's a teacher, and he's—I mean, imagine yeah, all the raises that he's had. Let yeah, people have that are he teachers. He cares about coastal erosion. Yes, he cares about not being like an absolute horrible politician. Okay, yeah, I guess you guys are right. And like, of, of, of course, all of his issues aren't aligned in the same way as some of mine. But right. I think in order to win over the state's vote, right. it's important. And that that's year. politics. That's I mean, I, honestly, that's this is as good as it's gonna get right now. Exactly. Here. I mean, he's it, the best we had in a long time. <laughs> Bobby freaking Bobby freaking Jindal. Oh my lord, <laughs> that man literally that man. killed my mother with by stress heart attack every <laughs> single day. Bobby Jindal for president. 20 oh, God. Okay, yeah. So I think I'm going to go with Madonna <sighs> okay. for my boomer. But I think Meryl Streep is a close second. Meryl Streep's a winner. She, she is great. So. Is such a wonderful so woman. Who's I your favorite boomer? Samuel Jackson. Samuel I have to L. Go, Jackson. I'm going with Madonna solely as my favorite because of how she changed the culture in the 80s. There we go. And that just like facts. fought for people that needed to be fought for. There we go. And I'm going with JBE because he changed the culture of Louisiana yeah. and fought for people. Who I'm sorry. I love you. What's his name? I just forgot his name. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh. But I cannot choose you over Samuel L. Jackson. I hope you understand. I think he'll understand. <laughs> All right. So after the boomers, we got... Gen X. Gen X. You know what? Tiger Woods. Mine... Oh, my God. <laughs> Mine might be Will Smith, low-key. Janet Jackson? Oh, wait, never mind. It's, it might be her. I can't even do this anymore. My mom loves Janet Jackson, too. I feel like I should pick her. My aunt's car was named Janet or Miss Jackson. Oh, my asking. God. Yeah, that's that's perfect. Adina <laughs> uh, Manzel. Elon Musk. She's friends with Leah Michelle. Count uh, her out. Is she? Oh, Leah Michelle. I don't know. But <laughs> cancel Leah Michelle. Shakira. Leah Michelle's gone already. We don't have time for her. Uh, this is kind of hard. No, it's not. Oh, Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul. Look, Aaron Paul's in the bottom. Mine's Aaron Paul. Sorry. Sorry about it. It's Aaron Paul. My favorite Gen X member is Aaron Paul because I'm in love with him. Aaron Paul, if you're listening, which I know you're not, I am in love with you, but I also think that you and your wife look so happy together, and I'm so happy for you. The I end. think I'm going to have to go with Shakira. 
That's a good. I mean, that's a good Shakira one. Shakira really changed the game. She did. I love Shakira, especially as a young child. Did you see if the she Super Bowl halftime? I did, and you know that was controversial in itself. I hate to beat the dead horse on that one, but there was a moment whenever she was playing electric guitar in the middle of that, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Did you just twerk for half an hour, then play guitar, then play drums?" Like, mm-hmm. she can do it all. She can do it all. And heels. And a lot mm-hmm. of people. I mean, I know we talked about that in class. They didn't like it because she lip sync, and I was like, "Okay, but I mean, but she looks better and she's dancing better than you are." Right. <laughs> what about you, Zach? Are we I don't know. I'm kind writing? of thinking about saying Queen Latifah. Queen. Oh, she is fantastic. I feel like I'm definitely going to go with Queen Latifah. What's her? Matron Mama Morton? That's how. <laughs> Chicago? Yeah. So then after the X. Is Millennials. Is Millennials. Now, my favorite Millennial. What, who, is, who is a Millennial that I like? I had mine in my head and I literally forgot. Sorry. It's not Lena Dunham. Sorry. Sorry, sis. I'm really straining. Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un is supposed <laughs> to be actually brain dead. Oh, Serena. Serena's cool. I don't know. I oh, want to know, though. I love that. Ad- oh, it Beyonce. might be Beyonce. I mean, you we might all stop scrolling. That's- <laughs> we all have to say Beyonce. Oh, wait, there's Ariana Shikis. and Amy Winehouse. Oh, this one's keys. hard because Malala. these are people. Malala. Oh, my God. These okay. are people we actually like. Yeah. So I think that, wait, why do we like these millennials? Well, Malala is like... I don't know, but Britney Spears is on the list. Okay, so I think that we all like these people, so we're going to have to pick. Like, we're going to have to each pick one to claim as our own. Don't put the mouse over Michael Phelps. I'm just scrolling. (laughs) I think we've seen all we need to see. Dolly the Sheep. What is that? I do not like Scarlett Johansson. I love Melanie Martinez. I'm going with Gaga. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. Solely because she's also... Dude, Bethany a Hamilton's changer. a millennial? Go off. Okay. I'm going with Yonce. But Adele's a close second. I mean, yeah. She really influenced me as a child. Mm-hmm. She's very influential in general. But also, you know, when it, I feel like comparing Beyonce and Malala are, like, just kind of unfair. Right. Yeah. Because, like, Malala is the one that's probably like like one of the greatest people of all time exactly and so is Beyonce She's but for both of them reasons. are beyond the categorization of a millennial right so I say if Zach picks Gaga one of us picks Malala and one picks Beyonce just so we can represent then all we, of the great minds then we've covered what about it Ariana not she's she's won't be me. <laughs> she's great, but we're I mean yeah. against those three yeah unpopular but we'll hands up to the sky okay <laughs> Don't do drugs, kids. We're not hooked on drugs. We're hooked on... Now it's the time of the week where we talk about our favorite things in pop culture. This, not the time of the week. Shut up, Carmen. Start over. <laughs> now is the time of the episode where we talk about our favorite things in pop culture this week? Question mark? Carmen, Maybe are, a little before that. What are you hooked on this week? I'm cl- c- hooked on Rain On Me Tsunami. Period. Hands up to the sky. <laughs> so good. I... Love everyone says it sounds like department store music. It does, but I love it. But you see, what all the, of Chromatica thing, sounds like department store music. The thing about it is, <sighs> so let me talk about this. Chromatica is made to be played in a club. Yes, that's exactly what it is. It was like it was like she was like this pride's gonna be a party. Bang!
Exactly. Now she didn't really know what was going on at the time, but exactly. that's what the, that's what I got from it, and that I love it. it. What is it? I don't know what it is. Oh, it's Lady Gaga's new album. Oh, yes. thank you so I, much for telling me. You're good. I was specifically talking about Rain on Me, but the Chromatica as a whole. Period. I love it, and honestly, yes. it's meant for the girls and the gays. So if you don't like it, then yes. get out of our club. Thank get you. out. And leave. also, like, can we just talk about Chromatica two into nine one one? Y'all, don't get me started. So good, so good. Um, so yeah, that's mine. I'm hooked on it. That was bad. What are you hooked on, Zach? That was better than the one I just did now. Yeah. Um, this week, I'm hooked on Pose. Um, season two just got released on Netflix, um, and I can only watch it on Netflix because, you know, Gen Z tings. And um, I think that it is a great conversation, and it's starting great conversation that needs to be had about trans women of color as well as um, AIDS. Mm -hmm. Because in the 80s, you know, AIDS was very Mm -hmm. pushed aside and, you know, just thought of as, oh, these people are dying, too bad. Right. And I think it's very important that um, we still haven't found a cure so, I think it's a good conversation to have. And we should talk about how um, it was not a disease that was put on as punishment by God. She was literally. Lord knows I've heard that said by people I know. Yeah, don't have time for that. Um, and trans women of color are being murdered every day, so. There we go. We also need, it's a good thing to shine light on that because that's not okay. Okay, Rachel, what are you hooked on today? <laughs> this um, week. Well, this week I had a weird, I have many side hustles, so let me tell you quickly about my summer jobs. The first one is that I'm a janitor at the Louisiana, Texas Visitor Center in Vinton, Louisiana, from <laughs> 6 to 10 in the morning. That is insane. Every I day? I love that. Not every day, but enough. Uh-huh. And it's not a hard job, but I just be putting in my podcast, mop in, do my work, then I leave, and then mm-hmm. my day can begin. So I didn't really plan on getting this job, but it pays well, and I'm happy to do it, and you get to see your finished product, whatever. Um, so while doing this, the audiobook I've been listening to is Between the World and Me by ta Coates. Probably I should figure out how to actually say his name. I think it is ta Coates. But anyway, fabulous book. It's a narrative about... Um, it's narrative between... from It's a letter from a black father to his black son, obviously, and they're... His his journey through the struggle and how he sees everything. Can I cut in I real quick? Because my mom told me about this book. I am reading a book currently, mm-hmm. and it's about a gay father talking to his gay son. Mm-hmm. Dads so, and sons. Dads and sons talking. Beautiful books. Yeah, Continue. and it's literature that needs to be written. Because mm-hmm. I'm one of my goals of the summer was to keep, start reading again, mm-hmm. like seriously. So I'm on book number twelve or thirteen now. And that one is fire, so I recommend Between the World and Me. My second thing I'm hooked on... Ooh, guys, this is just something that happened to me this week. Among my side hustles. Is that... So I do the janitor thing. I tutor kids in whatever they need tutoring in. And then I do things that come up as needed. So this past week, what was needed was... One of my mom's childhood best friends is this ex-financial superstar, I assume... I don't really know what her role was in New York City. She is very successful and kind of lives this lavish life that I don't really know much about. But it's 
to the point where she has this fancy dog named Crosby. And Crosby <laughs> is this labradoodle. Or I don't, I don't really know much about dogs, but he's one of those expensive dogs. Yeah, yeah. And so whenever the Rona hit, they they put Crosby in this doggy, I assume, resort or, like, hotel or something. Perhaps it was a doggy boarding school. I don't really know. But Crosby got shipped off to New Hampshire whenever what? they left New York City to go stay in Vail. At their Where's at their Vail? home in Colorado. Oh my goodness, that sounds so exciting. Where's Vale? I have a cousin named Vale. <laughs> that shows our status. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Crosby's at Doggy Boarding Resort Day School, this whatever is in New, New Hampshire. They're in Vale, and then they came down to Louisiana. Why? So, because her dad passed away. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. So she came Oof. down. <laughs> she, so she she's in Louisiana. And they needed, her son really wanted Crosby with him. So they needed to get Crosby from New Hampshire to freaking Lake Charles in a short amount of time. Did you So they found someone to to drive Crosby. I don't really know the whole story, but Crosby went in a car from New Hampshire to Atlanta, switched hands. Someone drove him from from Atlanta to New Orleans, and then I drove from Lake Charles to New Orleans and then back to (gasps) deliver Crosby to the sun and I w- I took my friend with me we it was a fabulous day we spent seven hours in the car driving to the city we went to Creole Creamery as you have to do oh, that's a great got life. some ice cream walked around got this dog threw him in the back of our car turned right around I-10 and came home but y'all I was a dog chauffeur <laughs> this week and it's honestly <laughs> one of the best real. gigs I've ever had I just want everyone to know that my jaw has never just like fully dropped I, we were both looking at her with our jaws dropped so like, stay tuned to see what side hustle comes about next week but I don't think it could get any better that than was that. maybe she'll have to bring Crosby to Vale next they have several, I want to come they have so. several house right, locations all over the country so you might just so Crosby might need some transport and I'm the doggy <laughs> chauffeur as Crosby. far as I <laughs> yeah Crosby's one of those white fluffy dogs right. and he's perfect in every way, never caused trouble. He would just hang his head out the window and be like, <laughs> Imagine that dog. I'm sorry. I know. So, anyway, that's what I'm hooked on is Between the World and Me and chauffeuring dogs <laughs> around the United States. That's that's fun. Yeah, and I think that's a good place to wrap up our first mm-hmm, episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you did listen. Because <laughs> I don't know how this is going to go, but... Beep boop boop beep beep beep. Yeah. See you guys next week. See you next week on Gen Z. Gen Z jibber jabber. All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week to Gen Z jibber jabber. We post every Friday, so make sure to turn on your notifications for this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be on there. This episode is made possible by you guys because. Without you, we wouldn't be able to make this podcast. We have so much fun making it. So um, we hope you had fun listening. Our cover art is by Maggie Shreen, M.Shreen, that's C-H-R-E-E-N-E on Instagram. Go give her a follow. She's really cool, and we love our cover art. Uh, So we'll see you guys next week.